Hey everybody, Blake with Marvel.com here. Uh, we have another very special guest on the show today. But before, we have intern Josh joining us as well. Say hello, Josh. Hey everybody, great to be here. Um, and now, our special guest. Hello guys, this is David Ajala, Hackney's so, finest uh, from so London. Thanks for taking the time, we really appreciate it. I, I wanted to, I've been telling you, I was uh, watching the trailer for uh, Falling Water, your n upcoming show today. And it looks so freaking awesome. Great. Thank you. Like, Thank you. What can you say? I know it's like, I guess you can't say much, but you can say a little, I'm sure. I mean, it, it's uh, for those who are semi-familiar semi with, um, you know, a bit of the literature, which is online and what have you, it's, uh, it's essentially a story about three people who don't know each other, who are dreaming separate parts of the same dream. So imagine the whole world represented one large mosaic. And we all dream separate parts of the mosaic. So we all represent little tiles, individual tiles. And um, what happens in this TV series is that some people have an enlightenment and they understand the power of their dreams and they understand that they're able to walk in and out of other people's dreams. So imagine if someone has bad or evil intentions. It, it just creates for, of course, cool stories, but then also a lot of conflict and and drama. I got to say too, this little-known woman named Gellan Hurd is a part of the production. Yeah, who, and who I've never she? heard of her before. <laughs> I don't think she's done anything. No, she was she Walking Dead, right? Amongst thousands of other things. Gail's lovely. She she's um a wonderful person to work with, and like myself, she's also no, uh, she's also an Arsenal fan. Oh, <laughs> which helps. I think that she actually said to me that's why I got the job because she found out. I'm an Arsenal fan, and she wanted to have a comrade on set. <laughs> so I, I, I take a liking to that. She's great. I mean, she has a great backlog of um, catalog of work and a, a really cool track record, and she is very hands-on. She was on set with us for, like, nearly all the time. Oh, well. Wow. And she, you know, she rolls up her sleeves, and she's in there in the trenches with us. She really gets stuck in. And I think her, her ambition and passion is just so infectious. Mm -hmm. And she, she's really cool to be around. So since you mentioned, I guess we'll call it, do you get mad when you call it soccer? Uh, like sometimes when people say soccer, like I start breaking things, <laughs> <laughs> just random things. But I try and avoid breaking people. No, I, I, no so soccer's fine. It's all good. I've been in America for a little while now. I've also adapted to, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. I'm always, I'm, I'm always like impressed by fans of the sport just because it takes a lot of power to like wake up at 7 a.m. for games sometimes it can be tough yeah I used to play football oh <laughs> soccer back in the day and it, it was it was awesome I, I really enjoyed it and um when I think about the stuff that I did before when I was younger playing football to now I feel embarrassed because I wouldn't be able to keep up with myself. It, it's it's a great sport to play. It's an even better sport to watch, and it's great how here in America it's become more and more popular. So are, wait, that's not an American team, right? Like Arsenal. Yeah. No, that's a Premier League team, British. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any Amer any American teams you're? I'm for? I'm actually not familiar with uh, any of the um local uh, the club teams. I'm not familiar with any of them at all. But I have enjoyed watching uh, the World Cup. Mm -hmm. That, that was cool. Mm -hmm. America America did their thing. They're getting better, for sure. Still taking a while. Yeah. yeah. So, Work so, in progress. Um, so, back to the show. You literally were telling me you just wrapped, like, 
hours ago. I kid you not. We rapped. <laughs> we rapped like uh like nine hours ago. And um, we we had a lot of really cool stuff to do, mm-hmm. and of course um, uh, the creator of the show, um, Blake Masters, and with um, the late Henry Brumell, Blake just wanted to make sure he got all the stuff that he needed, you know, because he cares a lot about this project, mm-hmm. and he's very thorough. And um, I'm just happy that he he's happy that he's got the stuff that he needs to start pulling it together. And um, created something really special. Uh, another thing too, this is going to be on USA. USA's been knocking it out of the park lately. Like that's probably I can't think besides maybe it's almost toe to toe with AMC, with like Mr. Robot and yeah. the other stuff. Like it's got to be pretty cool to be a part of this. Yeah, growth. It, it, it really is. It, it's um, it seems like USA have just been really bold in terms of the the um the stories they want to tell and the material they want to share with people. And I just feel that they've created a great platform for shows like Falling Water. You know, it's mm-hmm. something, it's, it's a hyper-reality, um, magical show that's really rooted in primal reality. And it's about these guys who are looking for things that are very real. So that's what's going to center this piece. The fact that you have three individuals who are flawed, but who are trying to survive and who are searching for something. So when you have that formula right, something that's real and organic you can take the story wherever you want and introduce magic because your foundation is solid mm-hmm. so that's what we've really invested in with this show and also even in while watching this trailer i can see very like distinct kind of cinematography element to the thing too yeah anything you can say about the oh of that? man i mean like blake masters he said something really um cool the other day and he says it every now and then he, he said it on a tweet he said um falling water premiering uh premieres in october the 13th and then he says we are coming for your eyeballs <laughs> like it, it's visually it, it's in a league of its own mm-hmm. there's just some stuff that's just super cool there are elements of cgi but a lot of it is real stuff tangible that's been built specifically for the scenes in the show I, I, I pick I think too like this show could be something that would go to like a convention and you'd go do a signing or something or a panel like, right has there been a discussion of maybe doing something like that yeah I mean I, I suppose because also with the show it deals with um, technology a lot and you can see the references of how technology uh, impacts and contributes towards society mm-hmm. you know so when the show airs, there's actually a website, and it's called um, gooddreamers.com. And you can actually go on the website, and it takes you through a quiz to see what type of dreamer you are. And it, it will have like images of, like let's say, a dragon, uh, a dog, and a fox or something. And it says, it will have a question like, uh, which one have you seen in a dream and under what circumstances and blah, 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 blah. Then you select it and then it takes you through a series of different questions. And then it's able to like narrate or give you like a prescription of what you should be doing and what you should be considering. So it's going to be really interactive. Like with, when we talk about dreams, of course, you know, they're magical and they feel like sometimes they're a bit unreachable. Mm-hmm. But hopefully this show is going to show you that your dreams are so present and can really bleed into your waking world 
And you know, like obviously dreams are something that everyone talks about, like you know, like are fascinated by. Did you learn more about dreams through this film in the show? Well, yeah, oh for sure. I um, you pay more attention to your dreams, and by paying more attention to your dreams, you just become aware of certain things. I had the most weirdest, weirdest experience. This was a I call this a waking world experience. I was in a grocery store. I was in London. In London, we say supermarket. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your benefit, I'll say grocery store. <laughs> we do too. See, that oh, yeah, do you? Yeah. Okay, I like to accommodate, you know, every now and then. <laughs> it's the service I provide. So um, I'm in this uh, supermarket, and I thought of this guy who I haven't seen in so long. I haven't seen him in ages, and he randomly came to my mind. And then 10 minutes later, I was going to the checkout, and I was paying for my stuff. I looked up, and as God is my witness, he was there. I haven't seen this guy in like 18 years. Crazy. I thought of him randomly, and then I saw him. And it was something about, uh, stranger things have happened, but it was something about having a premonition of seeing him and then him being there. And I think sometimes in life, if we pay attention, there are some magical moments like that that do exist. What do you take from that, though? Like, that experience? Yeah. That um, we may have a sixth sense. Yeah. I know it sounds crazy. like. How, there was no reason why I had to think of him mm-hmm. and then just see him there, you know? And I, I just, the answers may not come straight away, but I think having questions pop, on, pop up in your mind will kind of encourage you to pursue answers. And I think that's what's interesting and interesting about this show. That's amazing. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, um, it, it. I want to ask too, I know I mentioned to it beforehand, but you've, you've been on stage with a couple Marvel-esque superheroes. I mean, I mean, we mentioned earlier you've been on stage with David Tennant. Yeah. And freaking Patrick Stewart. Yeah. That's got to be Patrick, cool. darling. <laughs> Patrick, he. You see the thing with, with Patrick Stewart, which is so cool. He's he has this cool awareness that he's Patrick Stewart. He, he knows I'm Patrick, and he's aware that you know people know him and are aware of his you know grandeur. But he's smooth with it, and um. Patrick has taught me a lot about the industry and women. <laughs> because of Patrick, I think I'm a better gentleman now. He very classy guy. I have to big him up. Yo, Patrick Stewart, if you're hearing this, I'm bigging you up right now. In fact, I emailed you, Patrick, but you haven't got back to me. So I'm hoping you'll you'll hear this and get back to me. The, the love's still there, bro. I appreciate you. <laughs> Was it interesting? I mean, he's kind of like, he's obviously well known for his films but I mean I don't think he gets he gets a lot of credit for being on a stage performer but I don't think he gets as much as he should it should be more compared to film oh right okay oh I see yeah interesting because I'm think I mean now he's he's been working on blunt talk for right for uh this is his second season I think um I'm not super familiar with much of Patrick's film work Mm -hmm. but um I don't know why that is that is interesting because, of course, on stage he's very well respected. Was it kind of intimidating when you first started working with him, or N- not really? Because he has he has a really cool way of just um, disarming people and putting them at ease, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I think with like you know Patrick, I, once because we were doing a play together and we were we were literally together for like eight months because we did the play it's Hamlet and then we filmed it made it into a movie 
and all of that. Um, so when you're with someone for that period of time, naturally, you know, you start learning about each other and um, you become closer. And with Patrick, one, once we crossed over that bridge of being like, you know, just kind of knowing each other to being reliant on each other and supporting each other, he's just extra cool. He invited us round to his house, mm. the whole cast. He invited us round to his house and he had a caterer and entertainment and he just, he opened up his house to us and we were allowed to go everywhere. That's cool. You know, and um, he, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say this. His, his um, bathroom is one of the most impressive bathrooms I've ever seen. It's like, it's nearly the size of this room. It's huge. And he has this shower that I'm sure can fit like 20 people <laughs> in the shower. And the shower head is just massive. Mm -hmm. And it, like the house just has beautiful views. It, it's a really nice, like quality house. Please tell us you tried to get the cast inside the shower. Half of us did, actually, we <laughs> took a photo. We should have, yeah, we should have got everyone in there. I'm sure there's a Guinness World Record for most people in the most shower. Most people in Patrick Stort's shower. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Um, so how do, you, how do you juggle, I mean, obviously, a lot of people tell me that um, being on stage is kind of like you get the itch after you've been filming a show or a film. Uh, how do you juggle doing both? Um, I think... Like you know, with TV, film, and theater, I believe that they all should complement each other. So naturally, like like you said, if you're doing uh, TV, you you may start to miss film. If you're doing film, you may start to miss TV, and then theater, mm -hmm. and vice versa. But Vanessa, uh, I worked with Vanessa Redgrave on a TV series a couple of years ago, it was Black Box for ABC, mm -hmm. and she said something that stuck with me. She said that um, doing theater is like getting her passport stamped to maintain her citizenship. And I thought, that's, that's brilliant. Of course I get that. Of course you're gonna do theatre every now and then and keep it up in your, in your body of work because it, it, it just keeps you in it. You're exercising a different skill set. And I've come from theatre, that's my background. And I've kind of segued into TV and film, but it's, um, it's important to me. That's why I, I, um, I fly back to London today, and in a week I start rehearsals for a, a really cool play that I'm working on called One Night in Miami. It's gonna be in the London West End at the Donmar Warehouse, and it's about um, Muhammad, Ali, Muhammad Ali, and uh, he's beaten Sonny Liston, huge boxing match, and instead of you know going around town and celebrating with women, and you know, as guys do, well some guys do, having alcohol and just, just enjoying the celebrations, he goes back to his hotel room and he kicks back with some of his close friends. He wants to have a mellow evening. So he's in a hotel room with his close three friends who are Jim Brown, Malcolm X, and Sam Cooke. And they're all in this hotel room together and they're just talking about life and the pressures of being a celebrity, the pressures of being a black celebrity in a black community, the responsibilities. And then a civil rights movement is happening at the same time. And they all have different ideas on how they can potentially bridge the gap between the white people and the black people. And all their ideas are very, very different. And I suppose they're doing it, not in a, in a subservient way, they're doing it in a way so that collectively as a people, we can all move forward. And it's really nuanced because everyone's idea clashes with the others. Wow. Bring that to Broadway, man. Yeah, it, it, 
dude, stranger things have happened. It, <laughs> it, it could happen. That sounds amazing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I, I've been really blessed to get to work on cool stuff. But um, I, I've been quite selective mm -hmm. because it's important to me to do stuff that I care about. That's been really important. That's awesome. Um, I, I wanted to ask too. I was going. I was looking at your Instagram today, and you got a, you posted a picture of the Black Panther cast. Yes. I was curious. Yeah, as yeah. To, are you? Have, did you grow up reading comics or anything? Um, or? little bits, but mm -hmm. not 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 much at all. But I'm I'm very familiar with um, uh, the different characters from comic books, and um, there, there was something. It, it was so cool. There was something about that picture which really strikes me, and it was just to see a superhero represented in that way. You know, and to, you're taking a story from from Africa, a superhero in Africa, and then you're pre presenting it to um, a much larger audience. And there was something really exciting about that. And I saw that image, and 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 especially the actors who were involved in it. Mm -hmm. I'm fans of all of them, and it's just really exciting seeing them coming together. I think it's going to be so cool. And I think Ryan Coogler is super talented, and I think he's got the passion for it. He look. He could have been white, he could have been Asian, it didn't matter, it's the passion. And that, there's something about that guy's passion. I understand why he is where he is. He's got it, he's hungry. That's awesome. Do you keep up with the f Marvel films at all? Have you seen yeah, them? I need to watch, uh, what was the Civil War. Mm. Dude, I've been filming. Like <laughs> I, our, our like work schedules have just been full on. And I, I don't really have so much time to myself. And now, obviously, the film's out of cinema, so I'm, I won't be able to catch it. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the new Thor movie, the um, uh, uh, Avengers Civil War Part One, Part Two. The name's changed, though, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm blanking on it now. Infinity War. Infinity yes, War. Yes, that's it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing um, those movies and everything else Marvel has to offer. And just putting it out there, um, Marvel, I know I have worked on a DC movie before, <laughs> but just understand that um, it's all good. There's two sides to a coin, and they can both be beautiful. I'm so, going to say it. I was going to let your boy. I was going to avoid it, but you mentioned it, so I'm going to say I. I noticed. I looked through your IMDb page, and I was like, I remember him in that. And then I, I, I looked for a picture, and like I was like, oh yeah, like. You, you just kind of like are, you just with the hair. That's it. Yeah, I had yeah. the braids. Yeah. 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 Oh man, that, that that was a throwback. I had to cut the hair because it was just too much hassle. I was in a in a hairdresser's every two weeks getting my hair done, and I'm sat there in the middle of women getting their hair done. And I thought, <laughs> why why has it come to this? Is has this, is this my situation this? now? And I thought, man, gave it the chop. It was it was awesome to work on. Uh, it, it was it was so great to work on that movie, and I, I dig superhero films I, I like mixing it up so I'm looking forward to when another opportunity is presented that scene I'm able though to do that. When, with, with the scene with the pool cues yeah that's like one of the best scenes in the film yeah it's, it's pretty cool isn't it yeah it was um, yeah it was cool and it, it, it was really special because when you have Christopher Nolan helming a film like that he's just going to come at it from a different angle you mm -hmm. know and superhero films a lot of them have been done really, really well. You can understand why they're so popular. And Marvel are smashing it. They really are, because their their formula seems to be working really well. And when, when you're able to get good actors on board for these roles, that's what really brings it to life. Because Heath Ledger's The Joker was just um, in a league of his own. Mm -hmm. Killed it. Like, um, 
actually speaking about how you kind of are picky about your career, it, it, it kind of hit me. It's it's really cool to see you. You're doing plays, you're doing some a lot of TV work, and then you're like. You're just like in all these like big action movies. Too. Oh, oh yeah, that as well. That's that's the big kid in me. Yeah. The, the, You're doing that everything. To do all of that, which is great. Dude, I'm I'm a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hustler. No, it's cool. I love doing like when I get the chance to do studio films, like Fast and the Furious. That was great to work on. Uh, Jupiter Ascending with the Wachowskis. That, that was it was great because it's just the volume and the scale of it mm -hmm. is just so cool and then you go from that to doing like an indie film where you know you you know, you have a small trailer or whatever and you know it's just the light and shade of it all is good because it, it just I think it helps you to have a good equilibrium it's really important because you are you, you are very well looked after sometimes on set mm -hmm. and um yeah I've been grateful for it really have well, I, I'm really excited for this for Falling Water, man. It's gonna be, like I said, the trailer just like blew me away. Yeah, they they they've been doing some really cool stuff, and I think that it's an ambitious show, but it, it it's backed with everything it needs to be backed with. Right. It's not it's not punching above its weight. It's the weight that it needs to punch with. It has it in abundance, and I'm I'm just looking forward to it coming together and then releasing it to the world. And when did you say it's coming? October 13th, USA Network. Okay. 10 p.m., 9 central. Um, anything else you want to talk about, pit, plug before we go? Uh, for those of you who are able to be or may find yourself in London town between October 3rd and December 3rd, feel free to come along to the Donmar Warehouse to see our production of One Night in Miami. There won't be any Marvel characters, <laughs> but there will be some very iconic special characters who have their own superhero abilities. Yeah, Muhammad Ali is basically the, what a superhero is, you know. He, yeah, he, he's, he's a different kind of superhero, yeah. isn't he? Mm -hmm. Jim Brown's the same. Sam Cooke, like, with a voice like that, yep. he, can, he can blow you away. Or like the Avengers of real people, I guess. Oh, that, yeah. that's deep. I think you're, I, think you're <laughs> I could have phrased it a little better. A, a little, but it, yeah. the idea was great. So, so I'm <laughs> I'm sold on the idea. The presentation we can work on that, but the idea was 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 great. Uh, oh, I want to mention you're very active on social media as well. Where can fans reach you? Uh, fans can reach me at uh, on Twitter. I am David Agila. On Instagram, David Agila. Facebook, David Agila. <laughs> In real life. I want to see you do more of those. Uh, I was waiting for you to. I, I was throwing a bone. I said in real life. I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> Wait, what? In real you? life, David Agler. Oh no, the ta the taxi's gone. It's. it's I up No, I, I gotta say you need to do more of those. Um, what are those dub smash things they call them? Or oh snap! Yeah. That was funny. The one. TCA's I think or the t NBC up front yeah, early this yeah, yeah. year. Dubs, yeah. I'll do one. I should do one for Marvel character. All right. We got him. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I think I'm gonna do one for for Hulk. That'll be simple. All right. <clears throat> well, Dave, thanks so much for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. It. No, that, that, it was really fun. Thank you for having me. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>